Three long days from I don't know It takes a little more than what you show And that's yesterday Yeah, yesterday Hello everyone and welcome to Bobby Finn Knows Everyone We are part of the Pull Tab Sports family Along with me today, Tommy Lord How are you, Tommy? Doing well Thanks for having me. Again. That's what I always say. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's good. Uh, it's my first sip of the day, but you got ahead of me a little bit. I did. Yeah, I did a little bit, but um, that's, you know. Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there, but it's also, um, it usually doesn't happen. Usually you got a head start on me, but. Um, we'll see how this goes. I'm, I'm, yeah, you're going to have to catch up. <laughs> so let's rip. Let's rip. Right. <laughs> What's new? What's happened? How's your life? Crazy as always, man. Yeah, you're burnt. I called you today and I said, How's your candle? Oh, it's, it's and you insane. said, Candle. I said, Yeah, you're burning at both ends, baby. Daughter's in camp up in St. Cloud, and my son played in a golf tournament in Albert Lee today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just nonstop one in thing a after another. Baseball or golf tournament? He played in a golf tournament. I heard he shot well the other day. I saw him yesterday and he had a score, scorecard. Yeah, he, was, he, he won again today. Wow. Yeah, 73 today. He's a great golfer. Yeah, he he kills the ball. But yeah, he's he's enjoying it, so that's cool. I know his football coach isn't too happy, but uh, thankfully he said they, they are you know big uh, supporters of three sport athletes. Good, so they should be. Yeah, for sure. A lot of coaches say that, and then they get pissed when you're gone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what does he do? How does he? He's in a on a team, or what does he? What it's does he? Just individuals. This is just uh, the junior PGA thing, and uh, it's just individual. So he shows up and plays against other kids. Said he sucked in the front with his driver. He couldn't hit his driver, so he never hit it on the back. In the back, he was two under. Wow. So he never used his driver. I'm like, God dang. What? Wait for you to recognize that. What's he What's he hit off the tees? He's just hitting a five wood off the tee, but he probably hits a five wood like my driver. Right. He's probably more in it, really. But yeah, what? so he had a good day. Why does his driver excited. suck? Usually he crushes. Yeah, I don't know. He was said he was just spraying it a little bit, so mm. he didn't want to keep going. So he switched it up and didn't use it. So I'm like, good for you to recognize it, you know? Yeah. So. That uh, that uh, golf dome we went to up where were we north Down in south Chicago south Chicago yeah he was hitting the back of that dome every time <laughs> every time he hit that ball then we just drop boom, drop it's like my God you yeah. can crush that ball big kid man I mean he's got a lot of torque being mm-hmm. a tall tall kid fourteen with no real bones tightening up yet right got all the flexibility to do whatever he wants. But you'd think as a baseball player, he'd maybe like not have the best form, but he's he can he can um, transition. Fix, yeah, he can transition from the golf swing to the baseball. He's swing. been doing it, so I mean, good for him. He's got a game, you know, baseball game that four times this week too. So we'll see. So he's been hitting all right. So, but That's anyways, right. yeah. We'll so see. it's sports, sports, sports. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, Addie's uh, she's up in St. Cloud, and it's insane the anxiety for these kids right now. Because three of her best friends got signed by two of them for the Golfers and one for St. Thomas. Are so, they as young as she is? Because she's yeah, pretty young. Yep, she, they're they're her age. So wow! First time they can talk to these girls is only a couple weeks ago, and three of them three of them already committed. So hmm. the anxiety for all these girls that are up in Saint you know Saint Cloud this week, uh, it's it gets pretty hard. And the Saint Cloud. So tell the listeners where we're at with this prop with this. Uh, process. It's uh, two steps away from uh, the USA team under 18. Uh, there's some girls that she knows that are already um, to the next level, but uh, they're taking three kids or three defensemen out of uh, eight teams. So it's kids from all over the country. So it's going to be a tough one. But, yeah. I, you know, she played last night. She played this morning. And 
Her speed is just, it's crazy. So Good. So how many games left, left does she have? She has two games left. Wow. Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. Okay. Um, how uh, Two games left. Are you going to go up to see him, or do you stay at home and watch him? How do you do it? How do you do it as a dad, or do you just like sit Probably there and, and grind a, your And a, your that guy working. I mean, how do you do it? I mean, <laughs> well, today I couldn't go. It was, the game was at 10 o'clock, but uh, Wednesday, you know, I'll go to some sales calls in the St. Cloud area, and mm-hmm. but go to it. But no, I just, just let the kids go, right? You know, she... Probably looks up in the stands too much. Yeah. To see my dismay at you know, I'm over analyzing everything. Yeah. But no, she 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 works her ass and off. And where do they bring kids in from to play in this everywhere in the country. Oh it is. Okay. Yeah. So He's, everyone comes down to St. Cloud to play. Yep. Okay. So there's comes kids up, from, comes there's over. Kid, people from California, Texas, I mean from everywhere. Hmm. So it's pretty cool. So just she making friends or she making enemies? No, she's making friends. It's kind of funny. She's like, Dad, I got another ginger this year because she played in it last year. So two redheads in a year in a row. But she really likes this kid. She's from New New Jersey and she says she's a good kid. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think of the competition that's out there? Because uh, you know Minnesota is pretty much a hotbed, especially probably for girls hockey too, right? Yeah, I think there you you find a couple mm-hmm. that you know are that look like wow they're good, mm-hmm. but then for the most part it's a lot of the Minnesota kids. The kids on Addie's team are. Um, the girls that are really scoring are actually local, mm-hmm. like Hill and Gentry, and sure, you know, the girl from Hill's got three goals in two games. You know, she's she's putting it away, but yeah, so it's good. Minnesota is a hotbed, you know, and that's the craziest thing. All these schools, D one schools, are out east. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's fifty, seventy five of them, you know, and Minnesota has, I think, the majority of the best players in the country, right? And they, uh, you know, what do we have? Six schools yeah Bemidji UMD St. Cloud Minnesota St. Thomas and Mankato so you only have you know six out of the whole state of Minnesota so it gets a little dicey you know Mm -hmm. nobody really wants their kid leaving home but at the same time they got to grow up Mm -hmm. right and you get scouts from all those different schools you got yeah for sure right and you, you start looking into these kids getting to college and you start you know then they start thinking about the NIL you know, and realistically, it is an you know it's an option. Yeah. You know, if you got a kid that's popular, and you know, most of the time, like that girl from Texas is a really pretty kid, a pretty girl. Uh, she's got a huge following. So, what is it? Barstool Sports, I think, gave them gave her a million bucks or something like that. I mean, it's insane. Wow. So you go to school, you get that paid for, and then you also get paid by an outside company. To so, be an influencer. Yeah. Right. Wow. So cool. Which is, Look for some pull tab sports uh, sponsorship here. <laughs> <laughs> no. As he looks into the camera right. and says, uh, pull tab sports uh, sponsorship. Yeah. That's cool. No, it's, it's exciting for sure. You know, it's nerve wracking for her, for us parents, for everything. But at the same time, it's a super great experience for these kids. Oh, yeah. You know, to go through this and compete at that level. Most Minnesota kids, I'm guessing, want to stick around town where I think you get Minnesota boys that they're they're more apt to go to Boston or go to – Denver or go wherever, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. I think there's more opportunity too. I mean, you got the the closer ones like Notre Dame or or uh, the Michigans, Wisconsin. From what I hear yeah. is uh, the gentleman from uh, who's that old curmudgeon from Michigan that says you know girls are supposed to be in the kitchen, not in the. Who says that? Uh, what's his name? Who's that? Red Red Berenson. Yeah, Red Berenson. No. Yes. Did we talk about this the other time? I don't know, did we? But it's it's pretty brutal. I mean. Times have changed, you know. Let these girls have compete at the same level. Wow, but but she doesn't get any kids on her team that are like the um, 
like in Miracle, where they're like, where are you from? <laughs> Lauren McCauley, Boston University. <laughs> you I just want to battle? I haven't heard the girls talk yet, but I bet you the New Jersey girl's got an accent. Yeah. But she's, I mean, it's her roommate too, so it's cool. You mm -hmm. know, so she's, you know, last year it was little difficult she said it was pretty you know a tough time because the roommate wasn't very cool and well she's so young he's yeah. young right right Addie's pretty young for the for the rest of it or or no, is all it... the girls last year were the same age this year okay. there's a two you know you can be within two years gotcha. so it's uh pretty comparable but a um, little bit older mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's, it's pretty exciting fun. for you you know your family and yeah it's great it's yeah genetics right? yeah, absolutely i mean and we got to find, well, that's what I tell them all the time. You got it from me, baby. No, I tell them, I said, you like sports. You like being good at sports. You better look out for uh, somebody in the future that's tall, athletic, you know, smart, you know, all those. But it's genetics is real. Yeah, it is. Definitely is. That's why my kids suck at sports. What? <laughs> no. Come I on. I do not. Come on. <laughs> Uh, uh, should we stick with the sports? Should we talk about the abs? God, were you, uh, the abs pull it out? It, we were all kind of wondering if the lightning were going to make it interesting. They did make it interesting, but I asked for a bet last time if you'd put all your money on the abs and both you and Maddie Mateo said, no, lightning. Did we really? Yeah, you I guys were, yeah, to, you were. to replay that. You were both like, no, I wouldn't bet against the abs. They, they won two in a row, bro. You won, they won two in a row. <laughs> well, you bet against the abs means you bet on the abs. Yeah, well, no, bet on the Lightning. Okay. Yeah. So I, well, I told one of my good friends, I said, there's no team that will beat the Avs by, in a seven-game series. Absolutely not. I said, you better hope that New York beats Tampa because, I mean, they're, they've been there. They've done it. But right. the Avs are too deep. You know, they got two of the best superstars in the whole game. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then they have, you know, guys like you know, Landis Gog is a captain that every team needs. I mean, he, right. he'll do everything possible. I mean, he's Billy Guerin. How Billy Guerin used to be, you know, when he played, that's the kind of player he did. He'd do Green, anything, tough grinder, score. He'd set guys up, antagonizer. Yeah, do everything. They, he's been a ten-year captain. Is that what I heard yeah, last night? I think he was captain like twenty-one years old, maybe even younger. He's twenty-nine, so that means he was a captain. Eighteen when he was 19? or nineteen? Yes. Come on. I'm. Yeah, he's been captain almost since his rookie Where year. Where did he come out of? Because I don't remember him. Like he wasn't a superstar. Did he come out of? He's been solid. Canada? I mean, I think he was a top five pick. Okay. So he's been solid. But, uh, yeah, I, I, they just have done it right. You know, I think you have to fail absolutely miserably as a franchise in any sport to get the players that are going to be the difference makers. Yeah. Right. You know, you got Landis Gog as number one. Then you got McCarr, who Gretzky said is the, the closest to Bobby Orr since Bobby Orr, which is unbelievable for a 23-year-old yeah, kid. that's insane. You know, now, now we're screwed as wild fans for the next 10 years because yeah. you, Landis Gog, or I mean uh, – McKinnon's not going anywhere. No, neither him or, nor McCarr is going anywhere. And they said they've got like three free agents and they have a potential to sign maybe one or both of them. I was just like, seriously? We have no shot of like getting back into the game. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. Everybody's got a shot. There are a couple injuries away and who knows what happens. And Wild had a great season and they could keep it going. But right. that is a tough team, especially when you got to go through your conference in the playoffs to freaking win, which sucks. Yeah, it's it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Unless they change that playoff structure, that's that's a tough one. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Right. But but they are. Um, I don't know. It's, it was fun to watch and and great series all around. Did you see the guy drop the Stanley Cup? <laughs> I did. <laughs> what a dipshit! How many times? I mean, 
I didn't research it, but all the things that have probably went wrong with that Stanley Cup in a hundred <laughs> years, you know, between, you know, baptisms, parties. I mean, when Ovechkin won it, he was going everywhere in Washington with that thing. Yeah. Right. That was, I mean, I think he was the closest person to Guy Lafleur back in the day where they were asking him to bring it back. And he says, oh, no, I'm not bringing it back yet. <laughs> I'm holding on to yeah, this thing. So usually you get it for a day. Obi, I had to have it at least seven days. Did he take it to Mother Russia? <laughs> no, I don't think we'd let him get over Did there. Did he have Putin touch it? <laughs> Maybe it's... He better not have it. Okay, so Thomas, I'm going to throw up a video. Watch this guy. I don't, I don't need audio, but watch this guy drop the Stanley Cup. It's awesome. Are we good? It's just like a wood floor at your house. Watch you know, this guy. character. Comes in. Bonk. <laughs> dented the thing. Look at that thing. Dented. How do they fix that? They get a little spackle out. They get a little, the undented Eric Johnson jumps in there. Yeah. Look at that. The guy that, you know, that carries the Stanley Cup everywhere. I'd love to have him on just to find some. He's oh, probably got an sweet. NBA though, right? That guy is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a secret service just for the Stanley Cup. Right. So do you know that they have two, maybe three different Air Force Ones? So there's Air Force One yeah. and then they have replicas. They have like ones that they send out so that they're. If somebody's going after them. Exactly. Mm. Do you think that they have a couple different Stanley Cups? Like well, maybe they give them this one. They give them the fake one. When they, when they send out like the idiot, like they know they're going to bust it or break it. They can't do that. It. Not for this stage. You know, I, I'll bet you for appearances they do. Conspiracy. But not for the biggest stage. Conspiracy theories. This is when you're kissing the cup. You better goddamn be kissing the, the real cup. Yeah. How about you the know? one where they like bring it down to the rec center and they let people see you're it right. and, and that, stand Those next are to replicas it? for sure. Think? I absolutely. Yeah. God. When I, I mean, they have one, a replica on or in the Hockey Hall of Fame. That's not the real one. Okay. So it's out there where you get to go take a picture of it and, yeah, you know, but no, that's not, that's not real. <laughs> but the, the biggest stage where they win it, God. They Gotta let them touch it. They Gotta have let them to, hold it. Right. What are they talking about? Like, well, they can't throw that from boat to boat like they did with the Super Bowl trophy. No. Well, I get my big guys would try. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. I would I hear, uh, was it Langenbrunner? That was like tubing with it behind a boat. He's from Hibbing or something, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think Cloquet. Cloquet, yeah. yeah. He's but, a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, he's a grinder for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was tubing with it. Somebody was Replica? on uh, Wapagasset last year with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, McDonough was. Was it Balsam or Wapagasset? Balsam, yeah, because his yeah. cabin's on Balsam. Yep, yep you're right. Yeah. But, that, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, you know, go have fun. Yeah. I heard Lou Nanny's got a place on Balsam, too. I heard all the NHL players are billing places on Balsam. If you want to have a be a hot shot NHL or got to have a cabin on Balsam. That's think nice. Eric Johnson's got a place on Balsam? <laughs> Maybe. I got a great Eric Johnson story. Let's so <laughs> when I was when I was coming up at the U of M, let's let's just say I was on the Spirit Squads, right? And we were doing a celebrity uh it was like a celebrity hockey game where they're fundraising and go in the locker room at Mariucci and Eric Johnson's getting ready next to me and there's like guys from the 93X morning show and there's you know all sorts of different people. And uh, Eric Johnson comes in. He's a freshman, brand new, fresh, ready to ready to make his debut as, as a gopher. Had to do this fundraiser thing first. And I was like, oh, hey, Eric, man, Tom, nice to meet you. Yeah. I go, so, um, yeah, are you excited to play for the golfs? Oh, yeah, yeah. I go, so what's your, what's your major? What's going to be your major this year? And he looks at me and he goes, I'm not going to be here long enough to need a major. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, seriously? <laughs> there was a gopher basketball player. It might have been Vashon Leonard. Him or Quincy Lewis and I asked him to, I was like, what's your major? And he said, uh, 
pre-communication, something like that. And I was like, you're a pre-communication right. major and you're a four. You know, he, he was he was late in the game too. He might have been a fourth or fifth year senior. Right. And I was like, okay, you don't need a major, dude. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was telling you at the time I saw Vo, you call him, down yeah. at the basement of the station 19. Yeah, and I was with my buddy who was an all-American baseball player, right? And my buddy was talking about his class schedule. He had a softball class. <laughs> softball? You're an all-American baseball player, and you're <laughs> taking a softball, softball class. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. He needs to know the inner workings. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it gets back to it. I mean, those coaches aren't going to have a job as long as they're, it's just academics. They need to win. Right. So, they, yes, they want you to do well in school, and they take pride in it. Don't get me wrong. Right. But the number one thing is they need wins. Absolutely. How about um, LSU baseball must need a lot of wins? Oh my God, what is that? So how do you? First of all, how does a guy quit in the middle of the year? Where's your integrity? The, the world college world series is over. So now you go and get the twins. Tell the story. Yep, you got the twins. The pi- twins pitching pitching coach, coach. The main one of the main coaches on the team. He actually Baldelli went and got this guy out of college. Kind of gave him a shot. His first shot in the majors. Oh really? Yeah. And so he's done great, and apparently all the pitchers love him. And now he just leaves in the middle of the season. He's getting paid five hundred thousand more dollars to go to LSU. How is that possible? I don't know how college. Well, it's LSU. They probably got all sorts of fundraising money or something. Maybe they got it from their football. Well, it's program, not the but... Live PGA or the Live Tour. <laughs> they, <laughs> I mean, that's the LSU. It's the freaking Bayou for Christ's sake. Yeah, right. I mean, how? I don't get he it. He goes I mean, from three hundred fifty thousand a year to seven hundred fifty thousand a year. Yeah, and he's not. I mean, you don't have to work as much. No. I mean, you're just going to be the pitching coach. And up here, he's working all the time, I'm sure. Yeah. But well, I, how, do, how does Major League Baseball not be able to afford him, or how does LSU? Well, like, I think what – are, what, are, what are normal pitching coaches paid? I would have to say closer to 500 to 700, maybe 500 to a million. Okay. Just we're, for the fact – cheaping out on our assistant coaches. Well, we obviously we did, but I think you got to prove yourself at some point too, right? Mm-hmm. This is only his second year in the major leagues. And he's not, I mean, he's not even a half a year into it. I mean, well, it's just about the half of the season. But you're, so you got a year and a half into the major leagues, your first gig. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to pay you, well, you're not a football coach, you know, they're not going to pay you that much right out of the gates. But, you know, you think you'd, you'd prove yourself and you'd get up to a million. Maybe, you know, the, the guys that even asked him, you know, if you want a pay increase, just stick around. But who knows? But to leave in the middle of the season, College World Series is over. What's There's he gonna do? Be. What's he gonna do now? Is he like? He's sticking around for five game series with with the Guardians, and uh, we need him. We, we gotta get, take first place. We gotta we gotta hold on to first place. Yeah, we do. But yeah, it's, it's I don't know. It'd be dicey to see what happens after he's gone. What are they gonna do? Who are they gonna bring up? I think they're gonna just gonna piecemeal it together for now. But hey, do you want to call him up and tell him that you threw uh, seventy? Yeah. And you thought you could throw eighty, but you can only throw seventy. <laughs> that is and, so bad. And you bet everybody in the bar a hundred bucks or whatever it was. Uh, it's one of the most embarrassing things. <laughs> uh, that's freaking old age, man. That sucks. God, it's such a blow to my ego. You want a plastic helmet though? It's all good. You could throw. I don't think I could ever throw seventy. Oh. Okay, how about this? Uh, so, well, first of all, Twins, first place. First place. We're we're only two games up on the Guardians. Is that we're two now? Yep. The Yankees are like ten games up, Terrible. and whoever's leading the other division are they're like ten games up. How come we're always like scrapping in our division? We'll come down to like the last game of the year. We gotta we gotta like lock it in. Then we'll play the Yankees and we'll lose. Right. Come on, we need a better pitching coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can have one now. 
But I don't even think it, I think pitching's actually been pretty good this year. I think the hitting has been sporadic. I mean, it's been great at times, but you know, I don't think Correa has come into himself yet. Trade him right trade, now. Trade, trade him. Trade him for everything. Get rid of him. Yeah. I, it, well, that's the thing. I think we're stuck now. I mean, you, if you trade anybody, you're pretty much saying you're not, you don't ever care if you're going to win or not. Is that? I mean, we're getting close to the trade deadline. Yeah, I think the couple of second week in Either. July. Yeah, yeah. So you, I mean, unless they go zero and ten the next ten games, they're they're kind of pot committed a little bit. We're buyers. Maybe we'll be buying. We <laughs> we need a. I think we need a reliever, right? Don't we need need a reliever? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we need pitching for sure. I mean, we're getting blood out of a turnip right now. I think the guys are overachieving and and they're pitching out of their ass, but. We'll see. I, I think the hitting's got to come around, though. We need, you know, six, seven runs a game, and we're not getting there. Okay, you know who we need? Okay, I'll show you. Thomas, I got a, I got a video for you. Okay, so there's a position, <laughs> there is a position player. So these, oh I think it was, uh, they ran out, who was it? They ran out of pitchers. The Pirates ran out of pitchers. So they bring up this position player, and he's, he's you know, throwing. And that's what I want to talk to you about, is how do these guys not, how, how do they find a position player that just can't throw, like, 70 miles an hour. Every time they bring in a pitcher, like, all right, we're, we're done with pitchers, so I think bring out them. the left fielder, and they throw 50 miles an hour. But I think they're telling them not to throw hard. <laughs> they I really want to do. wreck their arms? Yeah, I think so. Come I think it's yeah, it's Like, bullshit. they baby those pitchers so much. I know. They were talking about Nolan Ryan the other day. Yes. 235 pitches in a game, and these guys are getting pulled after 80 pitches sometimes. Like, yep. Nolan Ryan pitched for 20 years, and he's yeah. one of the greatest ever. Yeah. I mean, just stay in shape and keep you know your arm healthy and – didn't throw. Quit babying him so much. Quit the analytical BS at, to the extreme. Absolutely. Right. Who's who was our pitcher that went into the tenth inning in the World Series? Jack Morris. Jack, Black Jack Morris. Yeah. He said, "Whoever it was, the Go pitching back coach." To the yeah, he goes. <laughs> I think it was Tom you're Kelly. Gonna, he goes, we have to. So we Mark were Garden Hire. Was it? I might have been Kelly. Uh, I think it was Tom Kelly. I think it was TK. So he, we were at a, uh, we had like, we got a suite for work one time, and and Jack Morris came up to like glad hand and stuff, and. He was awesome. He didn't hold back any stories. He was just like telling like it was. So we're, somebody had the balls. They're like, hey, tell me what happened in the World Series game. He's like, I'm out there. And he's like, you know, I'm 10th inning. And TK comes out and he goes, bullshit. You're going to have to pry this ball from my dead hands. And he looked at him in the eyes and he fucking wandered back <laughs> to right. the dugout. And he's like, I can't pitch. He goes, I was not leaving that game. Right. That's yeah. awesome. I seen him at the freight house one night and he was being a dick. He was just kind of, he was drunk and having fun and, but he was just being a kind of a pompous ass. And oh yeah. My buddy like was by them and he kind of got in my buddy's face being, just being a, I'm just like, all right, here we go. Let's go Jack, you and I. Uh-oh. And I, it didn't happen. Thank goodness. Cause he's got me by about a foot. Holy, and he's he a had big, a sweet mustache. He's a big dude. Is like, he? Yeah, yeah. Big dude. Solid too. I don't remember. Yeah. He would have wolfed me. So anyway, back to the story. They had this position player, right? And they bring him in and. Who comes up to bat but the pitcher, right? Because it's the in you know in in the National League, the pitcher's going to bat. So the pitcher's like, no, 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 let me please, let me hit. I can hit off this guy. <laughs> and so watch this video. Uh, he's like, I cannot believe. Okay, just watch it play out. So you got this. You got this. He's looking all goofy. He's like all happy. He's like, I'm coming in. I can hit this dude. And the guy in warmups he was throwing decent. Look at him laughing. I know he's just laughing. But I think this guy might have been an outfielder. <laughs> Tell me you couldn't hit this. I mean, you know this pitcher was probably a good a good hitter in high school. Well, that's right? the EFIS. What's the EFIS? The EFIS is when you throw the ball and it has an arc on it. Okay. And it just drops well, in. I got a second video after this. We'll, we'll watch the EFIS. I'll just... 
Woof. Nope. <laughs> Maybe Not hitting that. that. Look at him laughing. He's like, I can't believe I missed that shit. They're up 14 to one. He can't yeah. laugh. Yeah. He's like, let me bat, bro. I can hit this. I'm going to smoke this ball. Look at that. Whoop. That, that <laughs> 40, 40 miles an hour, dude. That is the EFIS. I swear to God. You could hit an EFIS. I know, but I mean, nobody ever like practices the EFIS ever. Were you, is that like named after somebody named EFIS? Ed, Edmund EFIS. Edmund J. EFIS. <laughs> okay. Watch, watch Robertson. He's going to like, he's going to take this ball so deep. Oh no! Did he? What, was that a changeup? Was that a little curveball? Or is he just throwing? He's throwing low ephesis. <laughs> but then you got Shohei Atani. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, don't change these guys. If you're an athlete, let like be an athlete. Whoop! <laughs> Dude, That's he couldn't hit the ephesus. That's embarrassing. Okay, right. Okay, so then watch this. So then they got. We'll go to this vid. Okay, so then, funny enough, here's the here's the Cubs again. And they're playing the Yankees, and they bring out first baseman Frank Schwindel, Frank Ephes Schwindel, and he watch him throw it. Watch him in warmups, okay? That's decent heat, you know. What's that? Well, that's probably 70, 60, 70, 60, okay? 70. But at least he's at least he's not throwing the arc. He's there. You go. There's, There's the, the arc. There's the Ephes. <laughs> okay, so Frank Schwindel, he's gonna he's gonna Schwind him, and watch first pitch, first pitch to this dude, Ephes. Bye. <laughs> he just, just stay back and unload, right? He just yanks it. That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like playing softball at that point. I mean, it's coming in with an arc like that. Yeah, you just got to stay back and freaking Ephus that sucker. Yeah. Right, that's it, Thomas Murray. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I I think like you said, the old school coaches have created this horrible atmosphere where pitchers never ever get to hit they don't hit in practice even so they become even if they were decent you know i think most i think about our best pitchers in high school the kids that like we had one kid who pitched for the braves yeah uh carrie lightenberg yep one of the best athletes on the team could hit you could pitch you could do whatever i mean all those guys were just like the athletes you were probably the same way you could hit you could pitch you tell me you can't hit going to a batter's box and hit a 50 mile an hour pitch i agree i agree yeah. but you, like we had a, the exact opposite. Our high school coach, he, you know, he thought he was in the 1920s where he's going to outsmart everything. All the we had a left-handed pitcher, Jason Bass, who was probably the best pitcher in the state of Minnesota. Yep. And he could absolutely destroy the ball. You know how many times he got up his senior year? Zero. Oh yeah. We had a porch in right field. He would have probably hit 20 home runs. I'm not joking. This kid could dunk a ball. I mean, this kid was an athlete. He's East Side though. That's yeah, why. Yeah, he was an East Side. Yeah. He, I mean, he threw 90, 91, 92. He had a nasty change and a great curveball. In high school, left-handed hmm. pitcher. He didn't go anywhere. He didn't get one call from anybody. You know how that is? The coach. I'm yeah. not joking. I mean, it, the kid was too good. It's too bad. Yeah. But not one time he got up his senior year. And hmm. He could have, like, had 20 home runs. Right. It's dumb. Well, they also, I think coaches back in our day too, they probably ruined a few kids' arms too, just pitching them constantly. We, we had a couple of kids who were just studs and they pitched them section championships, state right. tournament, state tournament game too, just like you're going back in. Right. And now I don't think you can do that. No, there are rules for sure. There's yeah. pitches in a day and pitches per game and all that. So yeah. they do protect the kids more. I think maybe, well. Well, that's all. Stillwater, state champions, let's yeah. go. Um 
So that team that they were playing against, uh, who was Farmington? That? Farmington. They mm-hmm. saved that kid, I guess, because there's rules. Yeah. And we got the best of them. Their team had a bunch of errors behind them. Yeah, they made some. They but, made some mistakes, but yeah. that was that's a big win. They, yeah. The program, uh, they 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 have a they have good teams every single year. Mm-hmm. Farmington's program is baseball is top notch. Yeah. It, I mean, all the way down to U10, really, really bought into that. They got a great program. That's crazy. Yeah. Good for them. Move to Farmington if you want a kid to play pro baseball. Unless you want to win a state championship, then you move to Stillwater. Let's go. <laughs> if you want to hit an EFIS. <laughs> the EFIS. That's fantastic. That freaking EFIS. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we when we grew up and, you know, playing we, in St. Paul, we played a, a little league called Parkway. And every, oh, yeah. We played a Parkway. Yeah. It was fantastic. I was mean, that, didn't they have like two back to back fields or were there more? No, there's two when we grew up. Yep. And then they, they added another one. But we didn't need to travel. And that's the, the weirdest thing about baseball is they make it really difficult to have a little league in your city. You have to do all, you have, there's so much criteria to get approved for a little league. And then, you know, there's now you got all the parents that want to win state, tar- state tournaments. Mm hmm. We didn't care. We played the same six to eight teams all the time. Right. And it was just like your own little World Series in your own little area. And how much better would that be with travel and all the other crap that goes along with sports these days? Right. If you could just stay in your own little community and do that. Oh, we did too. It was great. We it was had, fantastic. I still remember with all my buddies and the teams that they were on who had sponsored them. Yeah. There was a VFW team. There was a Cottage Grove Optical there was Jack's Union 76. There was all that kind of stuff. And it was like, I still to this day, like, oh, yeah. Mike, <laughs> Mike was on Ed's trophies, and there yeah. was this. And there was, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean, they take away from that camaraderie and the rivalry within your own you know, community. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we went to Babe Ruth, and we went to East Twins, and it was the same thing. They had a draft, and we'll ask Moose that when he I remember East Twins. So yeah. <laughs> Moose. Uh, Did he coach? He did. He was one of the coaches, and they had a they had an agreement between all the coaches that the, nobody's going to draft me because I was, you know, I had no shirt on and sunglasses and tryouts, just being a dick, right? Mullet yeah. and like pit vipers, right. that kind of thing. The yeah. big Oakleys. It was terrible. So they were like, "All right, nobody's drafted him." And Moose second round goes, "Nah, I got him." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, awesome." But yeah, I didn't know Moose was your baseball coach. Yeah, he was my baseball coach. Your hockey coach, do you ever? Well. That's a funny story, which we'll hold off All until, right. until All we right. see him. Because yeah. how'd yeah. you do that year when, with the Oakleys and no shirt? Did you ride, did you come in on a dirt bike too? Like <laughs> a pack of smokes on my sleeve, yeah, and just like burn a heater and then go up to bat with your uh, big yeah. aluminum bat. No, we we had a we had a solid team, but it was weird because these teams there was it seemed like there was so much talent on every team, but a lot of kids did go on, you know. So it was a really really competitive uh program yeah and that east east twins babe ruth and it's still they still do a good job i think a couple of years ago they were in like the babe ruth world series or something yeah so they, uh, they've it, a lot of it takes a lot of volunteering a lot of you know people that stick around there you know still do everything right you know so that takes a lot of time but good what happened them. at parkway fields where'd those go they're there are they they're, yeah they're okay. still there good. i brought <laughs> i brought my kid by their uh Three years ago, I think, you know, and just showed him it and kind of walking around. I was like, yeah, I hit a bunch of bombs here. Yeah. And he goes, dad, fences are 170. <laughs> like, shut he up, goes, dude. a fly ball would go out. Like, <laughs> like, shut up, yeah, Connor. Right. But it's, it seems like the world's a lot big or, you know, it, our, it seems like the end of the world was, 
you know, the end of the highway or, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You get to a point where your perimeter, your community. Yeah, that's all you know. That's all you knew. Yeah, so for it's, sure. it's pretty pretty cool growing up in a community like that where you don't have that and it's, i feel bad that these kids don't get that anymore right because you're you know you're going to fargo you're going to duluth you're going to all the, they just don't get how cool it is to grow up in a place like that oh i know yeah but duluth has that kind of community stuff too like it's fun going up to heritage that arena and you get to see all the different communities that they play you know glen avon and yeah. all that and you see all the different they all these kids skated at this park and these kids skated at that park and they've that's fantastic they've, yeah. they need more of that they've stayed more unfortunately small. it's going to go the other way right and it's kind of cool because there's a guy i know that you know to when you're growing up up there playing hockey you're you're skating outdoors right but it, these guys have to do the Zamboni, their parks, you know, so these guys are up till midnight, one o'clock. Don't get me wrong. I'm throwing a couple, couple back doing it and having some fun. I mean, obviously mean? they don't do that. Bob. Yeah. What are you talking about? But there, there, Cokes? there's a lot of volunteering up there doing that. Sure. But it's uh yeah. So they, they've stayed more small for a bigger city. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've done a good job with that. Yeah. I mean, Billy McGlynn, when we, when we uh, flood our pond behind our house, we throw back a couple. Don't tell my wife, but you know, it's, <laughs> we're doing hard work out there. It's cold, our toes are freezing, and we're ripping back some buffalo trays. We're ripping back some O'Shaughnessy, some uh, some O'Shaughnessy's Distillery Keeper's Heart. That's what we're cranking back. Cranking back, can't go wrong. Can't you know? Screw up a good thing. Yeah, thanks to uh, O'Shaughnessy for hooking us up with uh, the Keeper's Heart. It's delicious. Uh, head on over. Uh, they always help us out. They're over here off University Avenue, and they always do a good job and delicious cocktails, all with Keeper's Heart. All with they Keeper's just, Heart. It's just Keeper's Heart on the back wall. Tons of different drinks, tons of different cocktails. It's very good. So yeah, the old fashioned is my favorite. Oh yeah. Yeah. How, how do you not like that? Right. <laughs> it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Do you muddle? Do you muddle your fruit or not muddle your fruit in an old fashioned? Do I? I don't personally. Know. No, I don't. You just can't. Yeah. I don't think you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. So what, what we we're going to talk about the holidays. Oh, okay. So it was just <laughs> it was just summer, uh, first day of summer last week, mm-hmm. and I think like Memorial Day is the first day of summer. It should be. Well, right. Right. What are we doing? Why do we got to move stuff around? Why don't we just like call it like it is? And maybe it's because we're in this northern climate and we have to have to change things around. But if I were if I were president. <laughs> I think I'd move all the holidays around. But maybe you gotta be more than president for that. Maybe you gotta be the Pope, or maybe you gotta be like <laughs> Elon Musk. Maybe Elon, Elon Musk will Musk do that. Might do it. But I feel like Memorial Day should be the first day of summer. And then I think you got too many holidays bunched up in the in the uh winter there. At the tail end. You got Christmas. Yeah, first of all, you got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's, all right there, which is great if when you're working and you're like, oh yeah, I get some time off here. I get to, <laughs> I get to be gone for a long time. I think we got to move some stuff around, right? I, well, I don't disagree. And I, I know you're a religious guy and you're gonna get mad at me if I say we got to move Christmas, <laughs> okay? But I think we might have to move Christmas. Oh, can't move Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the one day you cannot move is Christmas. But if you Easter. if you do some research, Thomas will know because this guy's he's well he's well versed. They say Jesus' birthday was not December twenty fifth. Who is they? Um, historians, theologians, <laughs> uh, Thomas, the engineer. They say they only had, it's on it's on December twenty fifth because that was like winter solstice and that was a pagan religion. So they tried to like get all the masses together. He's like, all right, we're going to be one big happy family with the with the pagans and the Christians 
And so we're going to call Jesus' birthday around here. They say it actually might, it might have been in June. Oh, God. Now, I don't think we can go as far as moving that thing to June because, you know, Christmas is all about snow and cold and, and that. But maybe we move it, you know, maybe we move it back a little bit. Can't or, we move everything or else? Maybe we move it out a little bit. <laughs> huh? Well, yeah, we can definitely move. Halloween's got to go like to middle of October because every as Beginning soon as there's kids trick or treat, it's like 30 degrees. ASAP, like right. it might be, it might be forty or fifty going into Halloween. As soon as Halloween hits, that shit's like thirty now. <laughs> so I think we got to move that up. I think we got to move Thanksgiving up. I think we got to give maybe summer some love. There's not, there's not a lot going on in like, you know, June, July, August. Maybe you know, you got Fourth of July. That's good. But maybe August and September need a little something too. I don't know. I think, I think we got to move some stuff around to make everybody happier. Well, Would you be down with that? I think to a point, the two days that I don't think can <laughs> are Christmas and Easter. Okay. But Easter's got a good spot. Easter's got a Easter's real good, got a good spot. Because mm-hmm. yep. you need something coming out of winter, you yeah. need something. Yeah. Maybe we bump Easter up a little bit. Well, you can't bump it up. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to trick me, you asshole. <laughs> He's Mr. Religion. You he, Jesus rolls from the dead that day. Jesus rolls from the dead. Okay, but here's the thing. If he rolls from the dead, and I'm I'm a Christian, I'm a Catholic, did he die again? Where did he go? Because he, he rolls from the dead, right? Did he die again? Where did how come he's still not walking around? How come how come he where did he where did he go? Like that's the one thing I want to know. Because I'm a believer, okay? I'm a believer. But no, they don't ever talk about like how oh, Jesus rose from the dead, so we all can have everlasting life. Great. Where did he go? Did he go away again? Did he die again? They don't talk about that. I want to know. We may, maybe we need a, a theology uh, uh, master, theology master, uh, a, a theologian on the pod. If you know, <laughs> if we one, need somebody. Call yes. into the hotline if you're a theologian, right. uh, and we'll have you on the pod. So that's the other thing I think is uh, we got to move some holidays around because they're they're too bunched up. Did you see? So here's the other thing I want to talk about is I got a video of this. Uh, Columbus Day, right? So everybody's like, oh, yeah, we celebrate Columbus Day. It's like, yeah, okay. But then, like, why do we celebrate Columbus Day? Right. They, what they, a bad person. Yeah, they do. was not a good I dude. Know. And there's a there's this uh, comedian, Judah. I forget his name. You've seen him before. He's got a great bit on Columbus Day. We have Christopher Columbus Day. Have you heard of him? It's about Christopher Columbus. He's the guy who discovered America, even though there was already... A million people living here for thousands of years. And he called them Indians because he thought he landed in India, but he fucked up and landed in America. But they just kept calling them Indians, and then they pretty much slaughtered all the Indians. And we have a holiday celebrating that guy. It's kind of weird. How should we really celebrate Christopher Columbus Day? Here's a thought. You know when you're up in a big building on a high floor? And you're going back down to the lobby, but the elevator's crowded, and someone else has pressed floor three, but you weren't paying attention. So when the elevator stops on floor three, you get off because you think it's the lobby. And instead of realizing that, and then walking back into the elevator, and admitting that you're a moron, and being like, hey guys, sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. I wasn't paying attention. I thought it was the lobby. No, you don't admit it. You just stay on floor three and you pretend it's the lobby. 
and then you murder everyone on Facebook. That's how we should celebrate Christmas. Well, and they also say that the Vikings maybe discovered America first. There's absolutely in Minnesota. Well, I didn't know. If that. you go to Alexandria, there's a thing called the Rune Stone. So it's like a giant slab stone, and a farmer found it under his tree. He was plowing his field or pulling up trees or something, and he found it. And uh, he brought it to I think I don't know University of Minnesota or somewhere. It was I don't know in the early 1900s. And they, it's got carvings on it. And they say, if it's legit, it was actually carved by the Vikings. And they came down through the St. Lawrence Seaway and down through Superior. Lake Superior. And yep. And it's in Alexandria in the Runestone Museum. Really? Interesting. Yep. It's really good. So I don't know. I, my, uh, I have a buddy who did a, a documentary on it. It got picked up by the uh, History Channel. Really? Interesting. Yep, for sure. Hey, why isn't anybody else talking about that? I don't know. Have to get all new history books? I think we do. I yeah. think there's a lot of history that we found out now that has changed the way we were taught. Oh, for sure. Because you know, so. it's not history, it's his story. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard that? No. Maybe that might be like a public enemy quote. I, no, I can't take credit for it, but yeah. Mm. That's fantastic. Yeah, so it's all good. Yeah. Well, so there you go. I, I think we're moving some holidays around. I mean, I, call me crazy, but we got to spread these out so we get some more vacation days out of the deal is all well, I really I think want. it's going to get to the point, though, where, you know, with, there's going to be 500 holidays in 365 days, and you're going to have to pick seven of them <laughs> True. for the whole year. National Donut Day right. and yep, National right. Visor Day. Right. You'll get to take that one off. Uh, National Big Nose Day. That'll be me. That'll be awesome. <laughs> with you there. Yeah, that'll be awesome. But Yeah, I hear you. I, it's, that's the true deal. Well, so yeah, are we good? We're are good. you feeling good? Happy, uh, happy uh, week before Fourth of July. Yeah. Yep. Cheers to us. Cheers to us. River. We going to a river or what? Oh yeah, the sweet elixir. The sweet elixir. Do you have any aches and pains that you need to like the river to cure? If you if you guys are having aches and pains, go down to the Saint Croix River and just bathe in the sweet waters <laughs> and just watch it all just go away. Right? That's what happens. It takes it all away. Yep. You can be tired. You can have hangover. You can have ailments. Mm -hmm. it takes it all away. And you get a nice tan and a buzz. Tan and a buzz. Depends on what um, what you're drinking, but for sure. <laughs> Sweet elixir. Maybe you should come up with a seltzer called Sweet Elixir. Don't There's yep. a new Stilly. Is it out yet? There's a new Stilly um, seltzer stilly, coming out. Stilly, Stilly. It's not, it's not out yet, but they should call it the St. Croix Elixir. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And uh, you remember we always say, be a good person and don't be a dick.